Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football Premier League show. You join me, the host, and today I have Eamon and Hector in the studio with me. We're going to talk about defenders today, why we need them, and where to find them. Gentlemen, in our last show we were talking about the goalkeepers. Have we anything that we might want to add to what we already discussed? No, I don't think so. I think that we we pretty much covered a good field, a good aspect of this. I think what it comes down to is that you're going to have to buy and get two goalkeepers. And it's down to what you can afford and who you think is going to be the best goalkeeper. Now bear in mind, you know, you're going to have three new teams joining the Premier League for the new season, so there will be three new captains. They'll be untried and untested. There could be a gem in there, but you'll just have to see how things go. I think, number one, you need to invest in a fairly, fairly decent uh, goalkeeper and then take it from there. Hector? I think that, uh, you know, him and he does speak truth, but I always say you're going to have to think about the goalkeeper. He was from, uh, you know, Latin America, he was a Spanish, maybe Portuguese goalkeeper. You keep an eye on those. Those guys, they will be there to stop the goals from going in. You know, they be good goalkeepers. I be looking for them. So if you, if I were listener, if I was managing team, I would be going for them. Okay. All right. Moving on to today's show. Defenders. And Eamon, we're starting with you. What do we need the defenders for? How many do we need? Where are we going to find these guys? Okay, well, um, look, you, at the very least, you need three defenders on your team playing. Now, you may have to have a few more defenders, but when you have a team playing, you need at least three of them there. And having three defenders will impact on how your midfield and your forward line is structured. Uh, an example of that would, would be, if I had three midfielders, sorry, if I had three defenders, sorry. Yes, you're talking about defenders, Eamon, not, not midfielders. Yes, I know that. I know that, Hector. Quite, I know that. Mm. Okay. So if I have three defenders, that means I possibly could have four midfielders and three forwards. If I decide to put on three defenders, that possibly means I can have either three to four midfielders or maybe two to three forwards. And if I had five defenders, that means I'm going to have three midfielders and I have one guy up front. Okay. Any particular reason why you'd have five defenders? Do you need five defenders? You could have injuries. Uh, you could have players suspended. You might not have a strong bench. You might have to do that. And now it can happen and... You know, you, sometimes you have to adapt with your team and with the way they're playing. Mm, I see. You're talking about the defenders now, even not the midfielders. Yes, I'm talking about defenders, Hector. Okay, let us move on here. Yes, I just want to check. I did not know you said midfielders before, and then you're talking. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. Okay, I'm talking about the defenders. We'll get to midfielders in the next show, okay? Let's concentrate on that. Gentlemen, can we keep on track here a little bit? Okay, yes. So as I was saying, that's your that's where you're going there. Um, there, all of the teams have defenders. Again, you're gonna have to maybe look at how the form went last year, and even then, you know, good footballers from last year they may not play as good this year. Would there be any reason for that now? <laughs> There's countless reasons. Could you give us a few? 
you know, a player might have picked up an injury in, you know, preseason. Uh, there might be some uh, personnel changes. You know, other players might have gone, new players coming in. You've got to get them, get them blended, get them used to it. Um, you know, I suppose stamina, maybe players had a hard season, previous season, maybe a little bit lethargic, tired. And it's just countless things there, you know. Mm. Can we have a look so and see... Eamon, who were the top five defenders in the 2020-21 season? Okay, righto. Starting, now, unlike Hector, I'm going to start at number five and work my way back to number one. I'm not doing this, you know, one to five business. Starting at number five. Well, this sounds like something out of the top of the pops here. Huh? You know, you defender in at number five, huh? Well, can you not just get on with this? I can't get on with this, but I'm just saying I'm starting at number five. Yeah, I don't know what these Toppy Pops is. It is some sort of Top of the Pops is a music show. Um, you know, they look at the hit charts and stuff like that there. And I thought that Eamon was going to start off by telling us who was number one, but he's starting off at number five. And he's going to work his way down. I mean, there could be a new entry next week in at number three for all we know. Listen, look it. I'm going to start at five. There's no Top of the Pops. You want to listen to music, go on some other podcast show. This is, I'm talking about football here. Yeah, well, you get on with it, you know, you're talking and not get on with it, you know. I feel like I want to take up a knee or something. <laughs> let's give up, you. Lad, let's get back on the show. Right, okay, I'm standing at number five. Number five, the defender is Aaron Juan Basaka. He plays for Man United. He's born in the United Kingdom. He'll cost, last season he was going to cost you 5.8 million. He had a total of 144 points and he played 3,060 minutes in the whole season. And did he play in, in the previous season? He most certainly did. And in the 2019-2020 season, he had 127 points and he played 3,070 minutes. Okay, so uh, he played 3,060 minutes this season. And in the previous season, 3,070. And he got more points, even though he played 10 minutes less. That's right. This guy's good. Hmm. In at number four is Aaron Cresswell. And this defender plays for West Ham. He's born in the United Kingdom as well. And he cost last year 5.7 million. And he had a total of 153 points. And he played 3,170 minutes. And again, I take it, did he play in the season before? He did. In 2019 and 2020, this guy... Got 79 points and played 2,727 minutes. And hold on, he got, did you say 79 points? Yes, 79 points. He get more points to this year? Yes, he got 153. So he's jumped from 79 to 153. And yet he played, when you said he played over 2,700 minutes. That's right. That's extraordinary. How did he manage that? We'll see. Just keep tuning in. Oh, okay. In at number three is Trent Alexander-Arnold, and he plays for Liverpool. He was born in the United Kingdom as well. And he would cost last season $7.8 He got 160 points, and he played 3,029 minutes. And before you ask, he played in the 2019-2020 season when he scored 210 points, and he played 3,173 minutes. Okay, so less points this season. Okay. In at number two is Andrew Robinson and he plays also for Liverpool and he's born in Scotland. He would cost last year 
7.3 million. He got a total of 161 points. And he played a total of 3,384 minutes. And in the 2019-2020 season, he had 181 points. And he played 3,111 minutes. So, just before you go on to whoever's in at number one. Those two players from Liverpool, they got more points last season than this season. So they're actually down. Yes, that's right. Carry on. Okay, and in at number one is Stuart Dallas, and he plays for Leeds, and he's born in Northern Ireland. He cost 5.5 million last year. He got 171 points, and he played 3,410 minutes altogether. Hmm. Now, how did he manage in the previous year? He didn't. Leeds were promoted. There's no history for the 2019-2020 in the Premier League. Oh, oh yes, of course, you mentioned the goalkeeper the other episode. So he's a very good potential defender for the price of him. He might go up a little bit, but yes, uh, he's very good. Hmm, okay. And we, if, if I'm, so we've had, uh, what is it there? Is it three players from the United Kingdom, one from Scotland and one from Northern Ireland? That's right, yes. And nobody from Latin America or that? Hector, what's happened? You know, perhaps maybe the... Uh I'd say, you know, there would be players there, but maybe, you know, defending very rough sometimes. Well, down here in Latin America, we like to have uh, graceful football. In other words, you guys are not able to defend like they can in the back streets and on the pitches and parks in England, where young boys and girls are learning their trade. And this is how I came up through the ranks learning football. Hmm. Okay. Thanks for that history lesson there, Raymond. Now, what do you want to next? Okay, so you want to look for a defender. What do you want to look, consider? Has he had any clean sheets? You know, not conceding goals. Hmm. So the first guy, and this would be the, the top guy from the, you know, the season just gone is Ruben Santos Gato Alves Diaz. That's a bit of a mouthful. Seriously. What? You couldn't be pronouncing that. Well, they just call him Diaz. All right, okay. Well, that's a little bit better. And he plays for Man City. He cost 5.9 million and he got 142 points. It's 17 clean sheets. Mm-hmm. And at number two, and where does that, sorry, where, where does this guy come from? He's from Portugal. There you go, man. You know, I tell you. Those guys, clean sheets. The next guy is Matt Target and he plays for Aston Villa and he cost 5 million. He got 138 points and he had 16 clean sheets. And he's from the United Kingdom. The next guy is Tyrone Mings and he also plays for Aston Villa. He would have a price tag of 5.4 million. 128 points is what he got and he had 14 clean sheets. He is from the United Kingdom as well. Number four is John Stones and he plays for Man City. And he would cost you 5.1 million. He's 128 points and he had 14 clean sheets and he's from the United Kingdom. And the last guy then is Joe Pedro Cavaco Cancelo. And he plays for Man City. Oh, don't tell me, did they just call him Joe? No, they call him Cancelo. All right. Where is he from? So just to enlighten me. He's from Portugal. Yeah, there you go. I see no more. You don't have to say anything. And he cost, um, where was I? 5.8 million, 138 points is what he got. He had 14 clean sheets. All right, okay. That's quite interesting there as well. So two Portuguese... And three UK guys. Okay. But, and, and, well, what, was three, did you say there was three Man City players? Yes, three Man City players. So you'd be looking at that there. Okay. 
Now, of course, Hector, you're coming in here with the guys who are scoring. Is that right? Yes, I come in now. I see defenders. Online game, and I don't know no pop, pop the pops. I'm going to say it as it is. <laughs> Top of the pops. I'm not saying nothing with that. That's, that's okay. I get back. I'm drunk. Okay, so defenders who score goals. So the first guy is Stuart Dallas. And, uh, you know, as we say, he played for Leeds. He got eight goals. Okay. The next guy is Lewis Duncan. He played for Brighton and Ohov Alvium. He cost last year 4.8 million. And he got 130 points. He had five goals. He and where's he? Where's he from? Can I ask? He's from the United Kingdom. The next guy is Kurt Zuma. He plays for Chelsea. He would cost you 5.3 million. And he got 108 points. He scored five goals. And he's from France. Hello to all the people in France. Um, the next guy then is John Stones, and he plays for Man City. He would have cost you 5.1 million. He scored 128 points and he scored uh, four goals altogether. And he's from United Kingdom. And then in a number five is Benjamin Chilwell. He plays for Chelsea and he would have cost you 5.9 million. He got 139 points. He scored three goals. All right, okay. So the Leeds guy is in there again. Again, another fella from Man City. So the guy who had clean sheets is also a guy who's who's scoring goals. Yes, that right. Yes, that's right. You you got it very good. Yes. Now, so you're looking for a defender who's good at keeping clean sheets, who might score goals. Yes, that's it. You have to take into consideration your defender. Uh, has he got creativity? You know, is he is he gonna is he gonna try and get you a goal? What I'm going to talk about next is the, the a defender who provides an assist. And as we said before, the assist is where the guy who has the ball passes it to another player who scores a goal. That's the assist. Now, this is, I think, in my book, very crucial. This and what I'm going to talk about afterwards. Okay. Now, I've, I've selected five players who... Probably top of the top of the league for providing assists, and starting at number five is Trent Alexander Arnold, the guy from Liverpool, and he had eight assists. Mm-hmm. The next guy is Andrew Robinson, also a player at Liverpool, and he had also eight assists. Now the next guy is Vladimir Kufel. He's a defender with West Ham. He had a price tag of 4.8 million. He ended up with 128 points and he had nine assists. And, this, and before you ask, this guy is from Czechoslovakia. Then my guy at number two is Lucas Ding and he plays for Everton and he had a price tag of 6.2 million. He had 120 points, he had nine assists and he's from France. And then the guy who is the top defender with assists is Aaron Cresswell. And he plays, of course, for West Ham. Um, as we said, um, you know, this guy had a price tag of 5.7 million, got 153 points. He had 11 assists altogether. Okay, so they would be quite handy. They would be the extra points, the bonus points. Yeah, they would be getting you bonus points. These guys getting assists would be getting you bonus points. Hmm, very interesting. Now, you mentioned, of course, you said that providing an assist is important. 
what is it though that you want to speak about next? I'm going to talk about creativity. Players who are able to create opportunities that can result in good play and possibly goals and also possibly winning a match. Um, number five for me here is Lucas Ding and he is the guy from Everton. Number four for me is Aaron Cresswell and he's from West Ham. Now, my guy at number three is Luke Shaw and he plays for Man United. He had a price tag of 5.5 million. He ended up with 124 points. And then the guy at number two is Andrew Robinson, who, of course, is a defender for Leeds. And my top guy is Trent Alexander-Arnold, and he also plays for Liverpool. So those guys are are in about there. Okay, so I can see the pattern here that you're talking about. Like you mentioned Alexander-Arnold, top for creativity. He also had eight assists. Yes, and you're, that guy from Everton there, Lucas, uh, whatever his name, Lucas Ding. Yeah, you say you had him as the fifth most creative player. And what was it? Was he had, was it eight? Nine assists. Nine assists, okay. And then, of course, Cresswell is there as well. You had him four, but you said he is 11 assists. Yes, so the creativity and the ability to provide the assist. Okay, right, I see where you're going there now. So you're looking for, you're looking for a, somebody who's going to make a bit of a run and get a goal. Is that it? I think you're getting it. Okay. Hector, to close us off here, what should we look out for? What is the pitfall for our defenders? Well, without a doubt, I think, you know, you have to be careful of the, the defender who's going to pick up the yellow and the red card. He's going to lose you points. He And also remember, he, he get a red card. He won't he lose you points. If his team keep conceding goals, those points are going to stack up. So you have to try and be sure to have players who are knowing what they do on pitch and not be messing around, you know, any, any, I don't know what to do. You're probably looking for a little bit of skullduggery on the pitch, you know, grab a guy by the neck or by the arm or, or trip him up or something like that. Uh, yeah, that would be it. I showed the word, but uh, yeah, that would be it, yeah. Okay, so talk through the yellow cards. So what players would you be wary of who are getting yellow cards? Right, so, um, okay, the the guy who got seven is Matt Target. He, he from Aston Villa. Okay. He also had clean sheets though, hadn't he? He had clean sheets, yes, but he also had seven yellow cards. Okay, so next, uh, Luke Shaw. He, he will be there. He have uh, eight yellow cards. I mean, you mentioned him a moment ago. Yes, he was. he's a creative player, but look, he's possible to get a card or two. Hmm. Who would be next then? A guy called Hector Bellon. He plays for Arsenal. He got eight yellow cards as well. Okay, I'm not familiar with him now anyway. The next guy then is Mason Holgate. He plays for Everton. And he had nine yellow cards and then... Top of uh, the yellow card table is Harry Maguire. He have 11. He played for Man United. Okay. Well, that, that's two Man United players there. You wouldn't want both of them in your team defending uh, and getting yellow cards, would you? No, you wouldn't. Uh, although I have to say Luke Shaw is a good player. He was very creative. He was a goer last season. Um, so I think he would be still worth a punt. And Hector, anybody for the red cards? I, I, I have three players for red cards. Uh, number three is Gabriel Megalhorish. 
He plays for Arsenal. He got one red card. The next guy is David Luiz Mora Manejo. He also plays for Arsenal. He got one uh, red card. And then Luz Dunk, the guy he played for Brighton Hove Albion, he got two. Okay. His name came up earlier on, didn't it? Yes, he did. Uh, Lewis Dunk scored five goals. Okay, so you balance out the five goals at the red cards. Hmm. Anything else to add there for our listeners? No, I don't think so. It's a case of, I think for me, it's looking to who's providing the assist and who's creative. I like creative players. I don't want the guy sitting there on the goal line. You know, or 10 yards out from the goal, not moving. I like to see defenders moving about, getting about the pitch, get up to the midfield, get that ball moving there to a midfielder who might score. Hmm. Are we be talking about midfielders next week, will we? Yes, I will be talking about midfielders. I'm doing homework at the moment on this, but I'll be ready to speak to listeners. All right, okay. Listen, thank you very much, gentlemen, yet again, for joining us. Um, very informative. Very insightful. Certainly a lot to think about there when you're picking defenders. Yes, it certainly is. Okay. Well, thank you. And you'll be back again next week, will you? I'll be back. Yes, I shall return. Uh, yes, I will come back. You know, I'll be back. Uh, by the way, I want to say a big shout out again to our friends in France. We have lots of friends and listeners in America. Uh, you know, uh, lovely to hear from you. I hope you are getting ready. Fourth of July is coming. <laughs> yes, and give it up. I know, I, I want to say hello, I say hello, and hello to everyone in California and Florida, New York, or down in Georgia, Louisiana, all those places, great, I love those places. All right, okay, right, we'll move on and leave it there now. And listeners, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. I hope that you've enjoyed the show, I hope you've enjoyed the banter, and don't forget to tune in next week when we will continue talking about the team formation. And as always, please do subscribe to listen to our show and listen to us anywhere, anytime. And don't forget to tell your friends. Stay safe, take care, and we'll be talking to you soon.